0: So think about something that your audience needs, something that solves a pain point. Don't just ask people to sign up for your newsletter. No one really wants to sign up to newsletters anymore. People really want value. So don't create any BS lead magnet. Your free content should be just as good as content that you would charge for. You're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help Gangstar Creators and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and bestselling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it. What's up gang it's your girl Devana and this week I'm bringing you a awesome solo episode to help you make some sales right now. I'm sharing with you five ways to boost your sales online, things that you could be doing right now and some of these things you may already be doing, some of them you may not. So I got some good things coming at you. And, you know, for those ones that you may have already known, it'll be a little refresher so you can get back on your game and make some sales. So I want to go ahead and just hop right in this. Also, I do have a PDF um, that you can download to go with this. And if you're one of the OG Gangstar creatives listening, you probably already have downloaded this PDF. Um, If not, you can download it in the show notes. So... Let's go ahead and hop right in. So the first thing that you can be doing to boost your sales online and make that moolah is by creating a lead magnet. And so a lead magnet is basically something valuable that you offer to your audience for free in exchange for their contact info. Whether it's, you know, it should be all of the above, which is email, phone number, um, or it could just be their email. Maybe you even want their address, but it's something valuable that you give away for free. So some examples would be like a downloadable checklist or a PDF, maybe an ebook. Maybe you offer some sort of Consultation or strategy call, a DVD, a video—really, like anything that you can think of—a sample of something, whatever you want it to be, whatever you feel you feel like you're willing to give away for free. That won't take up a lot of your time, um, but is also valuable. This is something that will help you know, you offer value to your target audience and target customers. So think about something that your audience needs, something that solves a pain point. Don't just ask people to sign up for your newsletter. No one really wants to sign up to newsletters anymore. People really want value. So don't create any BS lead magnet. Your free content should be just as good as content that you would charge for. And basically the way that this boosts your sales is by building trust. A lot of people might be skeptical about, you know, what you do, who you are, what your products and services are, but when you give away something for free, they get to know you, they get to know that you provide value, and that they like what you have and like you. Um, You know, I always say that people relate to people versus just kind of relating to a company without a face, so this is something for them to get to know you and get to know more a little bit about your company and really appreciate the kind of value that you can bring to them for free. And then when you give away you know something for free, it'll make them more inclined to buy from you. This is also the perfect segue into my second way that you can boost your online sales which is basically by building and segmenting your email list. So you want to make sure you use like an email marketing service like MailChimp, GetResponse, ActiveCampaign. There's so many out there. I personally use GetResponse. Um, It's been me and my husband's favorite for a long time. It kind of does a lot of everything um, and it's really affordable. And so the whole goal is like you want to try to get as many emails as you can whenever you can, wherever you can. So even if it's online, you want to try to get emails through social media, through your website, um, but also offline if you're showing your work somewhere or if you're performing somewhere or, you know, you're meeting up with a client or whatever, like the more emails you you can gain, the better. So some ways that you can build your email list is basically using the lead magnets like what I mentioned earlier, Um, saving emails from those collected business cards. So anytime someone hands you a business card, make sure you add them to your email list. When you meet someone new, you can ask them for your email address, especially if they say they're interested in what you do. It doesn't hurt to say, hey, you know, I I." send out emails or I always like like to send exclusive invites to whatever or discounts and savings or let me have your email so I can keep you updated on that stuff. Um, You can gather all of your clients, customers and collectors emails if you're not already doing that. This is definitely a must because people who buy from you once are like 80 plus percent more likely to buy from you again. And when adding these emails to your email marketing service, you also want to make sure you're segmenting and tagging the emails. Um, and so what this really means is in your software, you should be able to create different lists of emails. So if I came to your showcase at, you know San Diego Art Showcase, you gathered my information and in my email from San Diego Art Showcase. What you can do is take my email and create a list and put my li- or put my email into the list called San Diego Art Showcase. And that way you know that any of the emails that are under this list are people that you met at the San Diego Art Showcase. And this is really good for, say, you have a future showcase. So my email is under, you know, San Diego Art Showcase, along with a bunch of other emails from people you met at that showcase. And so say you have a future showcase or, um, you know, an exhibit or whatever, you can now market to me specifically because you know that I'm interested in showcases and send out emails um, that way. Um, and if you want to email about any other things relating to showcases or exhibits or etc., you can easily send specific emails only to the list that I'm under, which was the San Diego art showcase and you can create multiple lists. So if you have multiple showcases, you want to make sure you have a list for each showcase. And in the future, if you have a new show coming up, you can just send an email specifically to those people. If it's something that you really want you know, information specifically targeted to those people. Maybe you want to give them early access or whatever it be. It just keeps your email list super organized and helps you email the right people about the right things. Not everyone wants the same emails. You know, your clients will want different types of emails than the ones that you would send to someone you don't know really well. You know, even like for me, I have lists specifically for people related to art stuff, like my art audience. And then I have lists specifically um, for people related to Gangstar Creative because those are two completely different audiences. Um, And I have, you know, a list of made up for my collectors, a list made up for people who bought from my store. I have a list for every like showcase or place that I've shown art at. And it just helps keep everything organized and you can specifically market, market to people. So obviously, the way that you're able to boost your sales online by building and segmenting your email list is that you're basically marketing directly to people who have shown interest in you or your artwork or your products or your services. The third way that you can be boosting your sales is by just being consistent. You know, entrepreneurship requires a lot of patience and consistency. There's a shit ton of clutter in the world and you really have to stand out. You know the best way you can get organized and be consistent is like creating a editorial calendar for yourself to make sure you're posting to social media to make sure you're writing blogs and making sure you're sending emails when you're supposed to the cool thing is is that a lot of these platforms you can schedule out so if you know you can be disciplined enough you can set a day you know, the beginning of every month where you're writing and creating and scheduling out all of the social media, blog posts, and emails so that you don't have to worry about them for the rest of the month. You know, the more people see your name, see your face, and see your work, the more people are going to be willing to buy from you. Think of it like an advertisement that follows you around everywhere on the web, kind of like when you go to a website and a Facebook ad mark like targets you. Think of it like that. You know you looked at a pair of shoes somewhere and now you see it in sidebars and banners on other websites your subconscious will eventually pressure you to buy whatever that item is so when you're consistent with your content people will begin to remember you and the work you do Um, and then they'll eventually will want to buy something or recommend you to a friend that needs your products and services this happens to me all the time and consistency is something that I even struggle with. And I find that when I start posting a lot more of my artwork stuff, more people think of me and refer me to people that they know that are looking for artwork, people that like I hardly d- talk to or haven't talked to in sometimes years, um, there's some people like see what I'm doing and then they're just, okay, this is the time that they're ready to buy. So the more consistent you are, the more that you're going to be able to boost your sales. The next thing that you can be doing to boost your sales is just by showing love to your current customers and clients. You know, sometimes we get caught up spending a ton of time and energy finding new clients and customers, yet we forget about the clients and customers that we already have. If you just put more energy towards those that already love what you do, you're going to save more time and money. You know, a repeat customer has a 60 to 70% chance of converting. Like I said earlier, people who buy from you once are like 80 plus percent times more likely to buy from you. Adobe also found that a customer who has purchased with your store two times before is nine times more likely to convert than a first time shopper. And just to add the cherry on top, repeat customers are more likely to spend more on each purchase. So instead of asking, how do I find more customers? You got to start asking, how can you nurture and market to the ones you already have? So this is why an email list comes in handy or even having a spreadsheet of all your clients um, and customers that you've had in the past. If you don't have this organized, we don't have their contact info, Try to find those people and reach out to them so that you can put them in your emailing software or into a spreadsheet so that you can start marketing to them. The last thing that you can be doing to boost your sales online is just by asking for the sale. This is one that creatives especially tend to forget. Don't forget and don't be afraid to ask for the sale. Creatives like us tend to be, you know, a little bit introverted with our minds full of limiting beliefs, but you can't make money if you don't ask for the sale. It's just like that saying, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you don't ask for the sale, how are you supposed to close the deal? Um, If someone says they love your work, you know, let them know where they can buy it. Don't be afraid to share that. It's part of you being a creative entrepreneur, it's part of you being a gangster creative, and it's part of you being a business owner. It's not bad or negative to, you know, make money or ask for the sale. Make sure your website is easy to navigate and people know exactly how to buy your work or work with you. In all your emails, make sure you have some sort of call to action at the end, either inviting them to buy your work or to work with you. Um and if someone is admiring your work at a show, ask them if they want to make a purchase. I've seen been at a lot of different showcases and stuff where you like set up booths and show artwork and I've seen so many creatives lose out on potential Money and income because they're too scared or not really putting their business hat on um, and not asking for the sale. So, anytime someone says they're interested, I always at least let them know, you know, about my website where they can purchase, or I ask a little bit more questions and I ask them if they're interested to purchase, you know, the item or the piece that they're looking at. There's nothing wrong with asking as long as you're always providing value and you're not being sleazy with it. As creatives, we're here to create and we're here to make money. Hey, gangstar, sorry to interrupt, but if you're enjoying this episode so far, stop what you're doing right now and share this podcast with your friends on social media or text it to a friend in your contacts. If you're a true gangstar and want to uplift and empower other creatives like I know you do, you're gonna wanna take a few seconds to do this now. Go ahead and pick your phone back up or click that browser tab that you're playing this episode in, hit that pause button, and share it now hello? What are you waiting for? (laughs) All right. Thank you for doing that. Now let's get back to the show. Now I know I said I had five ways that you could boost your sales online. I'm going to give you a sixth tip, which is kind of like a little bonus. And this is just by doing outreach. So what this means is cold emailing or even cold calling um, potential customers and clients um, to see if they're interested in buying your products or your services. You can do this by finding people on Instagram, looking up specific hashtags that are related to your ideal target customer, target avatar. Um, Another way is just by going on LinkedIn and finding people who are like the marketing directors or the assistants to the people who make the big decisions of the company. You kind of have to be like, secret spy when you do outreach Um, and don't think of it as weird. It's just you doing your job and trying to add value to people that may not know that they need you and your services. Um, Another way that you can do outreach is just finding emails and looking up specific companies that are in your target audience. So if you wanted to work with restaurants or if you wanted to work with makeup companies or whoever it is, you got to start with Google, do research, Google or look up people on LinkedIn, look in Facebook groups. There's so many different ways that you can do outreach and send um, cold messages and emails. And it's really good to do this on a consistent basis because the worst thing that can be that can happen is really them not responding, which happens a lot. But you know, as long as you're putting the work, the effort out there, you never know who's gonna say yes. And a great example of this is I sent many cold reach messages to people on LinkedIn, to businesses on LinkedIn, and I actually landed a, um, I believe it's a twenty four hundred dollar deal with a big hair company to do live painting at their event. Um, And I sent, they were like the one yes out of like 50 to 100 messages that I sent. Um, So it is a little bit of work, but it's totally worth it. Um, Another thing is just I've gotten a lot of connections and work just by DMing people on Instagram. Um, I posted and offered and shared my work in specific Facebook groups. Um, actually a mural that I just did at this really cool Airbnb that was in the middle of Palm Springs over the weekend. I got basically from a post that I posted in a Facebook group. Um, it was a Facebook group for a bunch of short-term rental uh, people who like have Airbnbs or short-term rentals and I posted my mural services in there and you know, a few weeks after that, I got somebody messaged me on Instagram asking for me to do a mural. And so that's how I got that deal. So you just got to put the work in. You got to keep the momentum flowing. You got to put yourself out there as much as you think that people are just going to come flying to you. You kind of have to do both. You have to put yourself out there, reach out to people, but then also do the work and do the marketing so that people know who you are and know what you do and are able to you know, hire you and buy your products right on the spot, or refer you to somebody. You want to be the person that people think of when it comes to X, Y, Z, like whatever your thing is. Like when people think of Divana, I want them to think of you know Gangstar Creative, or think of murals and artwork, and more specifically my style of artwork. So I hope you found this episode super helpful, super valuable. I really think you can just go out today. Right after listening to this episode, unless it's like one o'clock in the morning and do one at least of these five or six things that I shared with you so that you can start boosting your sales online today, right now, within the next 24 hours, because you are a gangstar creative and you got this. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes and share it with a fellow gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a gangstar brand PDF and five ways to boost your online sales PDFs. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram at Devonna Stimson and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.